You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We are heard in as many as 25 states. I was amazed the other day looking that we're picking up listeners in Texas. I think we're on in about seven. We're listened to in about in as many as seven cities in Texas. So we're listening to Texas. We are listened to in Texas, uh, Colorado, of course, right here in Florida where we have the most listeners. But they got some some other states listing in like Ohio where Urban Meyer used to uh Go to the Ohio State Buckeyes, a lot of listeners in the state of Washington, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, and we're listening to worldwide and internationally, too, right here on the Teal Shirt Report. So a lot of things coming up, uh, as we've talked about, uh, Jaguars, Jacksonville Jaguars, new head coach Urban Meyer is now fully entrenched on the job. I did like something that Meyer did um, after the Super Bowl, he congratulated the former uh, Jacksonville Jaguar football players that uh, played uh, for the Jaguars. That's right. Um, you know, he congratulated all the former Jaguars that, you know, won the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. You know, like, um, you know, like Jadon Mickens. That's right, Jadon Mickens and, of course, Brian Lefwich, who is uh, the offensive coordinator uh, for Tampa Bay. So, um, again, I know that, um, you know, a great thing that I did see was Urban congratulating the former Jaguars, uh, Leonard Fournette, and all the other former Jaguars that played for Tampa Bay, Jadon Minkins, uh, Leonard Fournette, uh, even Blaine Gabbert, the backup quarterback, Brady's uh, backup quarterback. And Urban told the Jaguars fans to be patient. One day the Jaguars will be there too uh, through hard work, Urban said. So, you know, that's where we're at. I mean, the Jags got – uh, March free agency coming up, which will set the table for the draft. The draft, obviously, Trevor Lawrence and that number one pick, as Trevor Lawrence is penciled in to be that number one pick uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But then you got a lot of other draft capital, too. The second first-round pick, uh, my goodness, the Jags got four picks in the first two rounds. And where do they go? Are they going to go defensive line? Are they going to try to grab a tight end? I think uh, Kyle Pitts will be gone. Certainly before they um, make that second pick in the first round, I've seen I've seen Kyle Pitts actually mocked the Florida tight end. I've seen him mocked anywhere from 5th to 14th in the first round. And again, the Jags pick obviously is uh, much later in the 20s, the um, uh, second first round pick that they got uh, from the L.A. Rams in the uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey trade uh, some time ago. We'll continue with the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Again, we're listened to in as many as 25 states. We're worldwide and internationally listened to as well. You know, in Canada, um, Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Uh, we're listened to in uh, France. Big group of contingent in Northern Ireland that have been listening, as well as uh, Germany. And I want to say hello to Andy Powers 
in the UK, Newport, Wales, with the uh, Milton Garden Club and Wildlife Project in uh, Wales. Andy even has his own podcast now, too. And I've listened to two or three episodes. Great job, Andy Powers. And, of course, he listens to the Teal Shirt Report as well. We'll continue with the Teal Shirt Report coming up in just a moment. Thank you for listening. This is actually episode... um, Gosh, am I right? Is this episode number 10 already of season two? My goodness, I was thinking this was nine. This is actually 10 because we... We sang the Beatles song number nine, number nine. We did that. We did that. What on the last episode, right? So now we're staring right here, presently at episode number ten, right here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We'll continue in just a moment. We do want to thank our sponsors, Anchor.fm. Anchor, the easiest and simplest way to do a podcast, and a great. Uh, creation tools to make your podcast from Anchor. I also want to thank Saucerility. That's right, uh, Saucerility for your real estate needs, whether it's uh, you know home, residential, business, commercial property uh, here in North Florida. See Larry Saucer. You can find Larry by going to our homepage at BigJReport.com, scrolling down to the weather information. And uh, Larry Saucer's uh, link to Saucerility for your North Florida real estate needs. Uh, the link to Saucerility uh, is about halfway down uh, through our weather information on the homepage at BigJReport.com. We also want to thank LakeUfallahits.com. That's right, LakeUfallahits.com internet radio. Uh, JC runs uh, LakeUfallahits.com. And they have great. Great internet radio, recognizable hits. They've got, uh, you know, they got hits 2000s in the evening, which is more of your up-to-date songs from this, um, heck, this 2000 decade we've been in for like over 20 years now. So those are the up-to-date, you know, and newer songs. And, of course, don't forget on Saturday, they do have Rock Saturday on LakeUfallahits.com. Great internet radio, LakeUfallahits.com, where it's all good. And you're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Again, we're listening to in as many as 25 states. And we're on all the major platforms, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, Pod Paradise, and many, many others. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And again, thank you for listening. We'll be right back. Okay, um, you're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I did do some double checking. Yes, this is tenth, the tenth episode, season two, episode number ten of the Teal Shirt Report podcast, being recorded on February the ninth of twenty twenty one. This is actually Tuesday, Tuesday, February the ninth of the year twenty twenty one. Episode ten of season number two. Thank you for listening to our Teal Shirt Report podcast. Listen to in as many as 25 states and worldwide too. Don't want to leave anybody out, man. They are listening in Northern Ireland, 
Hong Kong. Hey, guys. Also, um, uh, Montreal, Canada, Quebec area internationally. Uh, the UK, Newport, Wales, uh, where, where Andy Powers is. Andy, hope you're doing well today. And again, you know, I was looking over the stats and, and we're picking up a lot of listeners in Texas in about as many as six or seven different cities in Texas uh, listening into the Teal Shirt Report podcast. So thank you very, very much, you folks listening in Texas. I want to thank all the Ohio listeners. We've got a lot of Ohio listeners. Um, Colorado, where LaVisca Chenault, the Jaguars uh, wide receiver, who will be going into his second year next season. He scored two touchdowns in his last game in the 2020 season uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So LaVisca Chenault, one of my favorite players, wears number 10. I have not got the LaVisca Chenault jersey yet, but that is my – that is my um, as soon as I get an opportunity, I'm going to order that LaVisca Chenault number 10 jersey. I, I Truly one of my favorite players. I know we got Trevor Lawrence coming in, so the number 16 is going to be a very, very popular jersey. But, heck, that number 10, LaVisca Chenault, that's going to be a good one too, especially as far as, especially as far as, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we were talking about Urban Meyer a little bit. We're going to touch on the Super Bowl because you know I got to eat a little bit of crow here. I really do because I picked Kansas City to win the game. We knew about the fact that Kansas City was down, you know, perhaps as many as two or three offensive linemen. Uh, they were down perhaps as many as two or three offensive linemen going into the Super Bowl. And it turned out it did hurt. It did uh, It did hurt Kansas City because uh, Mahomes just didn't have the time to throw it like he usually does. Credit the Tampa Bay defense. Boy, they, you know, they ate the Chiefs alive. I mean, they really did. Um, the Chiefs only got nine points. They kicked three field goals. They just did not score any touchdowns in the red zone kick field goals all day ended up with three field goals and nine points and again tampa bay won the game the tampa bay buccaneers 31 the kansas city chiefs nine so i'm gonna i'm gonna take it on the chin and say hey i was wrong i didn't think tom brady would make it back to the super bowl not only did he make it back to the super bowl he won the darn thing um uh, here in 2021 Tom Brady did what a lot of the aging, you know, and I'm saying Tom is aging, he just won a Super Bowl, but, you know, the the older players that get up close to 40 or in their early 40s, they go to other teams and they don't win it with other teams. You know, Johnny Unitas, Joe Namath, these are legendary names of, of NFL football. Johnny Unitas, Joe Namath, Joe Montana. You know, Joe Montana ended up playing with the Kansas City Chiefs and did not win a Super Bowl with the Chiefs like he did with the 49ers. Joe Namath went for one season or part of one season with the L.A. Rams, didn't win it with the L.A. Rams like he did for the New York Jets. And Johnny Unitas, who won, you know, some titles with the uh, then Baltimore Colts. Johnny Unitas, as I understand it, and I didn't follow it too long, but 
as I understand it, Johnny Unitas ended up his career, the late Johnny Unitas ended up his career uh, for a season with the San Diego Chargers. So you can go back and you can look at the stats. I think Joe Montana was more successful, obviously, at Kansas City than Namath was with the Rams or Unitas you know, was with San Diego. Maybe that's got more to do with a couple of things. Maybe modern you know, maybe modern, uh, you know, uh, medicine, um, you know, perhaps because all these guys are like, you know, Unitas and Namath, you know, those were guys back in the late sixties and seventies, Montana came along and won some Super Bowls, um, primarily let's see, Montana mainly won those Super Bowls, what in the eighties. So, he went to Kansas City and actually was in the playoffs. So Montana was more successful at it than Unitas or Namath. But Tom Brady has broken that mold. I mean, Tom Brady has, you know, said, hey, you can be a veteran quarterback over 40, go to another team and win a Super Bowl. Tom Brady has done it. I've not been the biggest Tom Brady fan. I will say there's been some things that have helped Brady along the way. However, anybody that's won a championship, they've got some type of health along the way. Whether your team remains more healthy than usual, you get some breaks from the officials, um, et cetera, et cetera. So I give Tom Brady credit. I didn't think he would get that seventh ring, but he has. And again, it was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 31, the Kansas City Chiefs 9. Uh, Kansas City could only uh, uh, muster. Uh, muster up nine points behind about, I think they had as many as three backup offensive linemen in the game. However, you still, you still got to give credit where credit is due. I mean, you've got to give the Bucks defense some credit. The Bucks defense proved they played very, very well. They didn't make it easy for Mahomes. Um, it made it a little bit, I would say a little easier for the Bucks defense due to the fact that you know, Kansas City was playing with two or three backup offensive linemen, of course. Now, I did want to go back into this to make sure I got the quote right. Uh, Urban Meyer wanted to congratulate, uh, congratulations, and, and Urban put it this way, congrats to Brian Lefwich, Blaine Gabbert, Leonard Fournette, Jadon Mickens on your Super Bowl win. What about Jadon Mickens? I mean, the, the kickoff returner. I actually saw him make one return. I said, man, there's Jadon. And it was a decent return. Not the greatest, but decent in the Super Bowl. Jadon Mickens is a guy, when he signed with the Jaguars as uh, an undrafted free agent, he was so unsure that he would stay with the team for any length of time. He was actually sleeping in his car, I think, in the in the parking lot at the stadium because he wasn't sure he was going to be there that long. My goodness, he was a successful player with the Jaguars, played in the playoffs with the Jaguars in 2017. Now he's played in a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, and he's got a Super Bowl ring. Man, dreams can come true, can't they, in the United States of America. So... Again, the correct uh, quote from Urban Meyer, congrats to Byron Lefwich, Blaine Gabbert, uh, Leonard Fournette, Jadon Mickens, 
on your Super Bowl win, as I'm quoting from Urban Meyer and a quote on Facebook. Urban Meyer also went on to say, stay poised, Jaguars fans. That's right, stay poised, Jaguars fans. Our day will come after lots of hard work. So I thought that was a cool quote by new Jacksonville Jaguars uh, head coach, Urban Meyer. I really did. Um, as far as uh, some thoughts that I've, I've had concerning the quarterback position, we you know, we all pretty much know that, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to be drafted number one overall by the Jaguars, unless something just crazy happens. Um, I, I know Trevor, you know, has a minor injury. He's getting repaired. Um, and he should be fine within the next, uh, you know, month or two. So Trevor is going to be fine. I think any quarterback that's ever played the game, you know, they're even, even if it's not a serious injury, you've seen every quarterback, you know, go through some shoulder pain, you know, some wrist issues, you know, what have you. I'm just saying that we know this guy, Trevor Lawrence, he's six foot six. I'm going to, I'm going to borrow this quote from Terry Knott from our big J report, Facebook group. Trevor Lawrence is six foot six and can run like a deer. He can run, he can throw the ball. And he's the number one quarterback in the draft. You know, it's Trevor Lawrence, and then it's the rest. Justin Fields looked really good in the college football playoffs. But then there's other guys, too. Zach Wilson. Um, let's see. Of course, you've got, you know, the the Alabama quarterback, who's actually originally from Jacksonville, Florida, the, the kid that played quarterback and uh, won the national championship at Alabama. Jacksonville kid too. And, uh, you know, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna be in the draft. You know, you're talking about, you know, the, the Alabama uh, national championship and a quarterback that played for Alabama. And uh, he's going to be drafted in the first round too. Also Kyle Trask will most likely be a first round pick. If not an early second round pick Alabama quarterback, Mac Jones, um, my opinion, I think Mac's probably going to go before Kyle Trask, but, uh, you know, I, I did, I, I know I, I told JC, one of our big J report.com, um, contributors and, uh, teal shirt report producers. I, I told JC there was a play, not, not, not this past year, but the year before Mac Jones waited like three years at Alabama to play quarterback. And uh, Mac played in the high school at Jacksonville Bowls. And Mac Jones got his opportunity uh, last year or the year before last in 2019. And I saw him in the bowl game make this outstanding throw to the tight end about 20, 25 yards down the field. Both the wide receivers on, on both ends were well covered, maybe even doubled by the defense. And I saw Mac Jones throw a beautiful a strong strike, 20, 25 yards down the field to the tight end. And, man, I said, I like that play. Mac, you know, Mac showed me something on that play. And Mac Jones is going to be a first-round pick. That's what's going to happen with him. Kyle Trask will probably go in the first round or early second. Uh, what I'm being told is there could be as many as five or six quarterbacks 
taken in the first round in the, um, the April 2021 draft. And then we've even heard projections like these five or six quarterbacks that could be taken in the first round, they may go in the first 10 to 15 picks. So the April the April 2021 draft is going to be, be really, really interesting. It really is. Okay, something I, uh, I wrote in our Big J Report Facebook group um, about Gardner Minshew. Somebody said, well, who's going to be the backup for the Jaguars? Will the Jaguars trade Gardner Minshew? I think the Jags would trade Gardner Minshew if they can get the, the right offer. I did write something, though, I, I, I thought was worth talking about. Can you imagine if Gardner Minshew were to go to Urban Meyer, the new coach of the Jaguars, and say, hey, I want to stay, and I'm willing to be the backup, and when and if my chance comes, I'll be ready to play. And he could also say, I'm wanting to be a coach in the future one day because I think that's where he could in the future be headed. But a situation like that, it would start with his relationship with starting quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Uh, but you also know if Trevor goes down, you know you have a guy that that he has won football games uh, before in this league. Learning under head coach Urban Meyer would be a great thing for Gardner Minshew. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. And you still have two quarterbacks on a rookie deal. Is this possible? Any thoughts? You, know, you can write me, uh, Scott, at BigJReport.com. That's Scott at BigJReport.com. Or you can send messages to the, uh, the uh, Teal Shirt Report podcast anchor app uh, because you know I get messages from Alex Nunnery. That's how we do our reports with Alex Nunnery. And as far as the situation with Gardner, staying with the Jaguars, and it may be, it, I think it's less than 50-50 he stays with the Jaguars, though. But if he does, I think it just depends on if there's one of the 32 that think Gardner can be their starter. Otherwise, he's a glorified backup. There may be a team out there that says, hey, we, we've got this guy, but we think you've got a shot. I've, I've heard Denver mention as a possible landing spot for Gardner. Um I, I this morning I heard Chicago mention that uh, Chicago may trade for uh, for uh, Carson Wentz. However, is Carson Wentz really better than or much better than Mitch Trubisky? Is he? That's the question the Bears you know really have to answer. They're, I think they're kind of walking away from Trubisky at this point. So. And then I've also heard this morning, now keep in mind there's been some talk the Colts are interested in Carson Wentz, the Indianapolis Colts are interested in Carson Wentz too. So if the Bears trade and get Wentz, they could, or the Colts could. I've also heard this morning that if the Bears don't get Carson Wentz, they may go after Gardner Minshew. I'm just saying that's a, one of the rumors, you know, I, I did hear I did hear this morning. So you're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We do appreciate you tuning in. We're going to take a look at uh, North Florida Entertainment in just a bit here. Also, we want to state for the record that March free agency is coming up, obviously, next month, month in March. 
I've thought all along with all this cap money well over, I think the cap money is what, maybe $78 million. I heard somebody say it's probably almost 90, somewhere between 78 and over 80 to near $90 million of, of cap space the Jaguars have, which I really see them signing somewhere between two to four uh, really quality to really good to even great free agents. Are they going to go defensive line? Will they sign one veteran wide receiver to go along with the young wide receiver class that Jaguars already have? Are they going to sign any offensive linemen in free agency? Maybe one guy. I think defensive line is probably the Jaguars need to address the defensive line probably in free agency and the draft. They're going to need at least two new guys on the defensive line, maybe maybe as many as three. So we'll see where that goes. Obviously, March free agency sets the table for the April draft. We all know the first pick's going to be Trevor Lawrence, but who are all those other picks going to be? I mean, the Jags got four picks in the first two rounds. Then they've got an early uh, third-round pick as well. So that's five picks in the very, very early, uh, the earliest part of the NFL draft in, of course, April of 2021. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. This is uh, Season 2, Episode 10 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Again, we're heard in as many as 25 states, and we are internationally we are international and worldwide. We're listened to internationally and worldwide in many, many countries. So wherever you happen to be, thank you for listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We're going to take a look at North Florida Entertainment. Uh, we're also going to get some uh, sports reports and interviews with uh, Alex Nunnery here in a few moments. We just will turn things over to Alex. Alex is everywhere. We'll be getting, we'll be getting some reports from Alex Nunnery coming up as well. And again, we'll take a look at uh, North Florida Entertainment coming up as well as the Teal Shirt Report podcast continues. Again, thank you for listening today. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Uh, we're sponsored by Anchor.fm, the easiest and simplest way to make a podcast with all the outstanding creation tools that Anchor does have. And, hey, you can't beat the cost uh, as well for Anchor. Also, if you're looking for real estate needs right here in this beautiful area of North Florida, remember Larry Saucer, that's Lawrence Saucer, uh, with Saucer Realty. Talk to Larry. Now, if you want to be able to get a link to uh, contact Larry Saucer, go to bigjreport.com, scroll the homepage, and in our North Florida weather information, which we have on the website uh, 24-7, scroll down on the homepage, you'll find our North Florida weather. About halfway through the weather report, uh, you'll find the link to Saucer Realty, whether it's your for home real estate needs, residential, uh, commercial, uh, business real estate here in North Florida. It's Saucer Realty. Again, scroll our homepage 
at bigjreport.com, and you'll find the link for Saucerility. So we want to thank Anchor.fm, Saucerility, and LakeUfallahits.com. That's LakeUfallahits.com for great internet radio where it's all good. And they've got, and from what I understand, uh, Rock Saturdays has been improved quite a bit, according to to people I've heard from. Want to thank uh, Mad Max um, in Eufaula, Alabama, for listening into the Chill Shirt Report podcast. Want to thank JC, one of our producers. I know JC listens in uh, to the podcast, obviously, with him being a producer of our show. And want to certainly talk about the major platforms we're on, like Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pod Paradise, Himalaya. Um, you know, some of the other ones like uh, Breaker. Well, you know, we're on all the major platforms, uh, pretty much all of them. So type in, you can type in the Teal Shirt Report podcast, and you can find us almost anywhere. We're, we're of course, on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pod Paradise, all the biggies, all the major platforms is where you'll find the Teal Shirt uh, Report podcast, of course. Taking a look at North Florida Entertainment, of course, we covered the Jacksonville Jaguars football team. We covered the Jacksonville Jaguars NFL football uh, franchise, of course. We do North Florida Entertainment and other area sports as well. In uh, North Florida Entertainment, a lot of the shows going on at the historic Florida Theater, uh, downtown Jacksonville, Florida, at this point feature 50% capacity, social distancing, and wearing your mask. So keep that in mind. Concerts coming up, the Whalers featuring Julian Marley on February the 20th of 2021 at the Florida Theater uh, right here in Jacksonville, Florida. ABBA Mania. They do all those great old ABBA songs. You know, ABBA was big, what, mainly in the uh, 1970s. Um, ABBA Mania, they, they recreate a lot of that magic of ABBA. ABBA Mania on February the 25th of 2021 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. So basically they're covering ABBA. Um that makes them, what would you call them, ABBA impersonators, right? ABBA Mania on February the 25th of 2021 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. If you liked ABBA and that great sound from the 70s, if you like 70s music, I think you'll really like ABBA Mania. ABBA Mania on February the 25th of 2021 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, recently, a new date for Ricky Skaggs again. A new date for Ricky Skaggs at the Ponte Vedra Beach Concert Hall on March the 12th of 2021 at 8 o'clock p.m. Now, here's an interesting one, Led Zeppelin 2. That means, what is that, the Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin's, what, second album? Led Zeppelin 2, performed by the group uh, Classic Albums Live. This is a group, they basically do classic albums live. You know, it. Uh, they do what they say. Classic Albums Live. So Led Zeppelin 2, performed by the group Classic Albums Live. Uh, some of those songs on um, Led Zeppelin 2, you know, the Lemon Song, 
whole lot of love. Ramble on was probably one of my favorite songs by Led Zeppelin. So Led Zeppelin number two, Led Zeppelin to perform by the group classic albums live on Friday night, March the 12th at eight o'clock PM at the Florida theater uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. Also Frankie Valley in the four seasons. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Frankie Valley in, in the four seasons. They put out a lot of good music back in the day. That's uh, Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons on Sunday, March 21st at 2021 at 7 o'clock p.m. at the Florida Theater uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. That's in downtown Jacksonville. Elton John, next year, way off in the future. It's next year, but it's a big one. Elton John, the Elton John Goodbye Yellow Brick Road Farewell Tour in 2022 uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida on April the 23rd of 2022 at the Star Veterans Memorial Arena uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. And that, my friends, is a look at North Florida Entertainment on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We're now going to check in with Alex Nunnery and get some reports and even some interviews from Alex. You may be hearing some of the best of Alex Nunnery as we're going to go back in the stacks and give you a lot of Alex's uh, reports and interviews from, you know, the past few weeks. Uh, Alex uh, covers high school basketball, uh, women's, girls' high school basketball, boys' high school basketball, Jacksonville Iceman hockey. Um, he's been known to cover high school soccer, Jackson, as I mentioned, Jacksonville Iceman hockey, almost every sport, ABA basketball, uh, semi-pro football. He's been covering also the uh, – the semi-pro football, the uh, St. Augustine Yellow Jacket team. So let's now join Alex Nunnery and get some of his reports as we go way back in the stacks and catch up on many of Alex Nunnery's reports on other area sports. Here now, here now is uh, BigJReport.com contributor Alex Nunnery, who also does reports and interviews on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Here now is BigJReport.com contributor Alex Nunnery. Alex? The outcome of tonight's game, the Central Florida Bulls decided to forfeit. So, ladies and gentlemen, your St. Augustine Yellow Jackets football team are 1-0. They host Daytona next Next Saturday at 6 p.m. If you're in the St. Augustine area, the Jackets play at Solomon Calhoun Center next Saturday at 6 p.m. versus the team from Daytona. You can follow your St. Augustine Jackets, Jackets football team at St. Augustine Jackets football team on their Facebook page. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon and welcome to the Teal Shirt Report. My name is Alex Nunnery. It's opening day of high school baseball in the Jacksonville area. The first this week is preseason games this week for the high school baseball in the Jacksonville area. Today we are at San Susi Park for 
two games. Wolfson, home against Inglewood, and Clay and versus Yuli. We will likely have an interview from a head coach, the winning head coach that is, after today's game. The head baseball coach at Wilson High School is Mr. Joel Kaplan. The Wilson Most Noble alumni is Billy Butler and Rodney Knott. Ladies and gentlemen, the Inglewood head coach, a very long time head coach in the Jacksonville area of over 20 years. Mr. Lee Geiger. Geiger. The head baseball coach at Inglewood coached Brett Myers and Daniel Murphy at Inglewood High School of Jacksonville. Inglewood, the Rams. From right here in Jacksonville, all of these schools are in the Jacksonville area. England leads at one. Yes, sir. To nothing. And the top of the third inning. All right, we're here with Coach Jay Coughlin of. Wolfson, he's in his second year at the home of the Wolfpack. How did you all play tonight, Coach? Well, it looked like a hitting machine. Looked like a first time uh, suiting it up for the 2021 year, and um, clearly a preseason game. We acted that way at the plate, real passive. We looked uncomfortable, but as time went on, we never gave in. And sometimes you got to have a timely hit or two, and that makes a difference. That's what happened tonight. Yes, sir. And would you all play the winner of the Clay Yuli game or? Play the winner of Clay and Yuli. And for us, it doesn't really matter. We're just worried about us and uh, trying to get better starting tomorrow at practice. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. We're here with probably the longest coach in the area, Coach Lee Geiger. He coached two of the best players ever come out of Inglewood and Daniel Murphy and Brett Myers. But tell us how y'all played today you know it was our first game I, I thought we played well I think every you know mistake we made is fixable there's there's nothing that that we can't fix and the guys can't you know um, work on yeah and then y'all play who would y'all play Saturday or Thursday uh, we will get the loser of this game, Yuli and Clay. I mean, they're both really good programs, really good. Both head coaches do a great job. Uh, so we'll just kind of wait and see. But, you know, we're kind of using this as an opportunity to get a lot of guys work, a lot of guys get out there, get on the mound, and, and kind of see what they can do. Um, you know, it, it's preseason. Ladies and gentlemen, the final score from that game, the Wolfson Wolfpack. Six, the Inglewood Rams four. Ladies and gentlemen, the nightcap of this of the game. The next game starts at seven o'clock.
the two teams, the Clay Blue Devils versus the Yuli Hornets. The head baseball coach at Yuli High School in his fourth season is Mr. Freddie Matriarch. The head baseball coach at Clay High School in his seventh season. Josh Purr Singer. The Clay. Alright, we're here with Brandon Anthony, the the Clay Ace. No hit. And a perfect game for four innings? Yes, sir. Four perfect innings. Tell us how y'all played today. Or how you pitched today, rather. I feel like we pitched good today. We lost it a little bit in the last inning, but up until then we were dominating the strike zone and doing what we needed to do. And it sounded like you were dominant as well, hitting like 95 maybe? How many Ks did you get? I had eight Ks today. All right, that's pretty good, man. Congrats on the win. All right, thank you. Thanks. Where's the trouble guy? We're here with one of the youngest head coaches in the area, and the clay head coach, Josh Persinger. A nice 9-5 to five win. Tell us how y'all played tonight. Yeah, I thought we were, you know, lights out through six. Um, you know, and we talk about how the game can switch and just like that, a botch PFP, and then next thing you know, there's five runs on the board. So, uh, you know, I thought all our pitchers threw well. Ben, uh, he's a senior. He's coming off a little injury, so I think he tried to do a little a little too much. But uh, he, he pitched, you know, he on the summer circuit, he did great uh, for his travel team, and, uh, and he's been lights out on all our scrimmages. So I know he'll get back there. But, you know, we swung it well. Um, and like I said, Fred always does a good job, and, um, you know, you, they had a couple guys out tonight, um, just like we all will throughout the year. But, um, you know, they're going to be pretty good, and, and, and we're going to be pretty good. Um, a game like that, I'm not oh, happy. About then, okay, gotcha. Hey, Alex Nunnery, thank you very, very much for that report. Boy, Alex um, had some semi-pro football talk about the St. Augustine Yellow Jackets getting that forfeit victory. And then I was going to do some of the best of Alex Nunnery, but lo and behold, Alex had a lot of new stuff in his report. So we went right to high school baseball. So you got to hear some some very new reports on high school baseball this week uh, from Alex Nunnery. We also touched on uh, semi-pro football as far as the St. Augustine Yellow Jackets go. But then a lot of high school football reports and interviews from Alex Nunnery. Great job on other area sports in our local area uh, for North Florida and surrounding areas. Thank you so much for those outstanding reports, Alex. We covered the Jacksonville Jaguars, North Florida Entertainment, and other area sports uh, here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Again, we're heard in as many as 25 states. A lot of listeners in Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio, state of Washington, Colorado, Boulder, Colorado specifically, uh, where LaVisca Chenault, Jaguars wide receiver, played his college ball. So we're getting listeners just about everywhere and internationally and worldwide, too. Alex Nunnery, thank you for those outstanding reports uh, here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. The Teal Shirt Report podcast is produced by Alex Nunnery, also by JC. And again, thank you for listening to episode number 10 in season number two of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. My name is Scott. I'm your host for the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for listening. 
We'll talk to you soon, and I am out. Have a great day.